I am singing a song, a different Queen song than I'm talking about. <laughs> it's actually the one after the one I'm talking about today. It's just in my head. But uh, today, it's all Dear Friends. Yeah, that's the name of the song. I'm not actually... Uh, I'm not actually talking to you, my friends, although I am. Oh my gosh, this is terrible. This beginning is terrible. I'm half tempted to stop it and just start all over, but we're not going to do that today. We're going to keep this real, keeping it real. So yes, this is my next queen deep dive. (laughs) Oh, dive number 30. We hit the 30 mark. Can you believe it? I almost can't believe it's been 30 songs that I've talked about. My deep love for this band that just transcends all other bands and in a lot of ways, maybe not every way. There's a lot of artists and bands that I absolutely adore. And many of them I've been a fan of for much longer than Queen, actually. I mean, it's not like I ever didn't like Queen. I've always liked, okay, you guys know this. I've, I've always liked Queen. I've been in love with them for the last handful of years now. So it's a still relatively new affair. But anyway, I digress about just my love for music in general. This is dive number 30, track number nine on Queen's Sheer Heart Attack album. And it is the, hmm, I feel kind of bad because I called a previous track the softest song. And I guess this one, it's the shortest song on the album. It's the shortest song in Queen's catalog save one other song that isn't really a song, actually. And it's, and it's way later, way, way later in their catalog. I mean, we're not going to be talking about that for like a year. <laughs> so it's way later. And it's not, again, it's not even really a track in and of itself. So I don't, I don't include that. So this is officially, in my mind, the shortest song in Queen's catalog. And it is very quiet. It's very subdued. It's reflective. It's sad. This is moody Brian May territory. I love songs like this from Brian. I I love when he gets tender and soft like this. And, and I wonder if coming back from being so sick twice while the guys were working on this album, he had these moments of reflection and introspection. This is a very classic thing for Brian. He often goes there. And I see him do this still. He often goes there. He just, he likes to look at the big picture and and explore the emotions and the actions taken and all of that stuff. So this is Dear Friends. It's a piano ballad. Truly, simply, that is all we have here. 73 beats per minute. It's very soft. It's very slow. Very simple. 4-4 time signature structure in the key of D major. All about rising again after being caught in the path of the tornado, perhaps? Yes, I stole that line from Shawshank Redemption. I love that. I love that interaction between Andy and Red when Andy's talking about being caught in the path of the tornado and that it it happens to people sometimes and life just happens and you just have to kind of roll with it. And that's what I get from this song is you know, things have happened, love is gone, things have transpired, but there'll be no crying soon. Yes, those are actually lyrics from the song. There are echoes of lost love here, but I get the feeling this is about coming back to life after a horrible bout of sickness. Yeah, so I I think maybe Brian was just 
glad to be coming back to something that was familiar and normal. And I think we can all appreciate that in this day and age right now. This is a simple ballad. Brian on classically influenced piano here and lead vocals from Freddie with rich, soft harmonies that are provided by him and Brian only. The techniques here that include arpeggios and old-fashioned resolutions of melody, I think they make it obvious that Brian plays piano here and not Freddie. John and Roger are entirely absent, making this an odd one for the boys. But getting this expression from Brian and Freddie together, it's gorgeous. And I wonder what this would have been like with Brian on lead vocals. But perhaps it would have been a little too not queen at that point. But I can certainly imagine Brian's smooth, rounded tone singing these words. I can hear it in my head. I can hear his voice with these words. Freddie, though, does a marvelous job with tenderness reminiscent of his earlier Lily of the Valley, which is the song that I called the softest on the album. And after the intensely rowdy riot of the previous track, Stone Cold Crazy, you can't help but wonder, is it really possible the same rock and roll gents came up with this? Indeed, what a marvelous display of grace, style, delicate expression, and vulnerability. A lullaby and a dreamlike excursion into soft and gentle Moody May territory. I love this song. It's so pretty. It reminds me of the later album, A Day at the Races, which I think is their most beautiful, lush album. And I will talk about that. Major fangirl talk about that when the time comes. But really here, what a remarkable removal from the rock and roll. That's a lot of R's. I'm sorry. (laughs) This song was never performed live. It's a rare number of sensitivity, reflection, and hopefulness. Again, one of Brian's favorite themes, the silver linings, looking ahead, wondering and hoping for the best. I kind of would have liked to hear Freddie or or Brian sit down at the piano in concert because Brian often did this. There's actually moments in songs where Brian and Freddie trade off on piano which is a really lovely treat to see. And I think it would have been cool to see Brian sit down and play and Freddie just stand up and sing this, a little duet between the two of them. You know, John and Roger could have gone off and just, as Roger said, you know, have a Kit Kat. That would have been a fun little, a fun little change of tone for the guys live. This is, yeah, technically the shortest Queen song at just over a minute long. An interesting fact, Def Leppard covered this song for a bonus EP of their cover album, Yeah. That's a really interesting note, actually. And I have not listened to that cover, and I really should. Because from Queen, this is like a menuet or a lullaby. The piano is gentle, brooding, different coming from Brian. This certainly sounds like something an orchestra could easily play. Brian's delicate touch is immediately distinctive from Freddie's commanding style, but Freddie's vocals sit comfortably, presenting the same swells, hesitation, uncertainty, and yet a hopefulness that Brian exudes in his playing. The gentle ooze that accompany the second phrase, provided by probably both Brian and Freddie. Some have speculated perhaps this was just Brian, but they're lush, they're beautiful, like a chorus of voices framing a solo player 
on a stage. As short as this is, Dear Friends makes a lovely, longing statement that's mature and dreamy and nostalgic. You believe these words that Brian and even Freddie both understand what it's truly like to lose, but still cling to something bright that's yet to come. I love these shifts in mood we get. I love on this album, we have crazy rebellion with uh, Tenement Funster. And then we get this crazy celebration of rock and roll with Now I'm Here. And we have the sophisticated and flamboyant Killer Queen. And then we get this very subdued, soft lullaby of a number, Dear Friends. But that's it. This baby is short and sweet. It's lovely. And I think you should go check it out. So, dear friends, it's very sad, but it's kind of, yeah, it's left with a hopefulness at the end. And actually, it transitions very nicely into a bouncy little number, which again, it's been in my head all morning. And we'll talk about that in more detail next time on my next Queen Deep Dive. Keep yourselves alive and have a lovely day. I will be back next time to talk some more music goodness with Queen. I'll talk to you guys later.